Ready? Ready? Yep, yep. Podcast, 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 pod. Nope. What? Sorry. Podcast. Pod. Podcast. Podcast on three. Ready? One, two, three. Podcast. Welcome to the superhero podcast. Huh? What? You're going like this. I thought you were doing a Superman. No, I was just saying like, yay. Superman. No, no, no. I was just, yeah. DC Comics. The DC Comic Universe. No, 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 no. That's I was just putting my hands up and saying yay. It wasn't. I wasn't doing like a flying thing. That's just, you did Superman's thing. No, no, no. I was just. Sometimes you put your hands in the air and you just say yay, yippee. I and I do not say this lightly. I have never not said Superman when I've raised my arms. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you're just a fucking moron. Hmm. And maybe we'll leave it there. Uh, okay. Um, welcome back. Hey, man, you know when I just called you a fucking moron? Yeah. I meant it. <laughs> Welcome back. Another fucking podcast. We're so goddamn good at this. Can I just say, I have such love to give right now that I don't want it to be inhibited by the wind filter at all. Wait, what? No, don't definitely don't do that. I love you guys. Oh, okay, that's fine. I thought you were going to take it off for the whole podcast. No. Not really, but <laughs> that's what we're just doing the bit. I, I don't wouldn't. love him that much. <laughs> you scold me one more time, <laughs> I'll kill you, dude. I got to stress it's for the bit. I don't think Gus would actually take it off for the <laughs> yeah, entire podcast. He's not joking. This is a cry for help. Oh, man, that doesn't even really fully make sense, but we're back. We're we back. did it. <laughs> it's a Monday. It is a Monday. Um, Sure. In their world. So, well, I should just keep the lie alive. And their fucking plebe... Pleb mortal world. You idiots don't even know what... You can't even guess what day it currently is we're shooting this. I, whoever guesses... No, I don't want the <laughs> comments to just be dates. Yeah. Like, May 21st. What day do you think it is? Leave your comments down below. <laughs> and it's not May 21st. I'll guarantee you it right now. So that doesn't even count. Don't even try. Don't try. Don't try to do it. Don't try. We're begging you. How old were you when you learned your days of the week? Um, I don't know. We had to do this days of the week thing in kindergarten. We go days of the week. Dude, we did that days too. Days of the week. Yeah, the Adams Family stuff. Yeah, yeah. Were there any little jingles you had growing up that you remember? There's a lot of, I mean, I feel like a lot of school jingles were teachers that grew up with like 60s and 70s television and they were like, let's just use that. Like the Adams Family one was a big one. That's really like the only one I can think of right now. Yeah. Days of the month. You can just do anything. Days yeah. of the year. Do one with like World War Two, World War Two, World War Two, World War Two, World War Two. You're just saying World it a War bunch, II. so it's just to There's, memorize the name World War Two. No, you do the battles. There's Normandy and Bruges. There's Crystal Knock <laughs> and France. There's the entirety of Poland. The Nazi regime. <laughs> <laughs> They're fully just edited over that. It's like some Band of Brothers footage. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! That's how you learn. You know what always made me mad? Um, that I had a I had a friend whose sister is a youth teacher from back a long ago, and she would like rewrite songs to have like helpful things for kids to learn. I think she taught like first grade. Okay. But she did already existing like educational songs. What? Like she? So she did like. Old MacDonald had a farm, and it was some shit like, remember to respect yourself and all your classmates, too. If you do not respect yourself, then people won't respect you. Like, there's no well, meter. Old MacDonald isn't an, exactly an educational one, though. Think of all the animals they mention on there. <laughs> you wouldn't know what a fucking pig was if it wasn't for that great man, Old MacDonald. <laughs> do you think? 
that he would have E-I-E-I'd O for <laughs> your dumb ass if you were just going to chastise him. You would have never fucking heard of a cow if it wasn't for this guy. Why don't you E-I-E-I get the fuck out of here? <laughs> E-I-E-I go. Oh, that's good. I, I like that one. I miss stuff like that. I miss the little sections for the day. You can go look, go to school, and it's like, today's this day. We got reading. We got nap time. Mm. Do you have nap time growing up at all? Um, Not in elementary school, no. We had in kindergarten. Really? Yeah, everyone would bring in a towel, and then like... Cause Wait, just, what? Yeah, dude, you bring in a towel, and you keep it under your desk, and then when it's nap time, you roll out your towel, and you lay down on the towel. Um, Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Um, Blankets exist, but so maybe you could bring one of those no but a towel's like a blanket for a little person no but hold on a blanket could also be the size of a towel it doesn't there's no there's no exact size for a blanket you just get a kid a, a blanket there's blanket size though that's the only size no that's sorry like, what size is blanket size it's like a blank let me put it to you this way it's a set size if you ever heard the term blanket statement yeah that means like a five by six statement what oh hold on Okay, so what would a blanket statement mean to you? If I said a blanket statement, that would be like everybody in uh, the Ukraine eats raw eggs for breakfast. So, That's a blanket statement. So you're saying that that statement is five by six, you said? That's a strong five by six polyester down statement. See, what you're saying doesn't make any fucking sense, and I want you to know that. I just... I wish that you would trust me with some of these things. <laughs> <laughs> with your fucking nonsense. I know what I'm talking about. So I trust you with the knife completely because you're an in-the-woods boy, but I'm sure you're making people real nervous with hey, that right now. it's fine if you don't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> One but, time I found a knife in the woods. Middle of the woods. I found a knife, and it was, it was made out of a deer antler-like bone. Dude, you're telling me you found a haunted fucking knife is what you're saying right now. Should I not have kept it? <laughs> Did you? Is it in your house right now? It's in my hunting shack. Did you notice any spooky specters around your hunting shack? Um, I hadn't looked. Okay. But I, I did hear a lot of, ooh, <laughs> this last deer season. <laughs> the deer sound really weird this year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Give me back my knife. <laughs> I didn't know deer did that. Oh, spoke or had knives. <laughs> Can't wait to shoot one of these. <laughs> Fuck deer still. Yeah, Except fuck Except for deer. Brother Nature's deer. They're fine. Yeah, Canela's fine. Even her, though. She'll turn on a dime. You know she's going to just kamikaze into a car one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> you think she'll say it? Do you think Brother Nature would post that? <laughs> He's filming so often that the, statistically he has the highest percentage of capturing a deer getting hit on camera. He's just like, yo, we out here. Canela kamikaze into a car. <laughs> He's like crying. <laughs> Bro, I'm crying in the club right now. <laughs> Nobody's eating. Nobody's eating. <laughs> That'd be fucking terrible, dude. That'd be heartbreaking. That is heartbreaking. No, but if you live in the Midwest, dude, fuck deer. They, I hate them. They overrun populations. They get hit by cars. I love that I say that. Did you spill over there? Just a little droplet. What do we say on the podcast when we spill? Clean it up with your sock. Clean it up <laughs> with, with your, your sock. sock. <laughs> Don't do that again anymore, please. <laughs> it was a small one. It's gone. Please is my favorite uh, four-syllable word. Please. <laughs> Dude, so I, I think we, we talked about it back in, like, November, but fucking Sven's Rudolph joke still kills me. Oh, my God. We've told that, right? I think we did. We did. Rudolph. Yeah. He got, yeah. 
It was a good joke, he said. You were saying something about deer, though, and then I spilled. I said, I hate deer. I'll say it right now. I absolutely hate deer. They're the worst ever. They're some of the dumbest animals in the world. Um, that's why we got to shoot them, I guess. <laughs> I fu- I'll fully say, deer have a shockingly annoying sound they make. Yeah, they go like... Yeah, but it's a scratchier, too. And you're like, oh, what does a deer sound like? Maybe like... Hey, what's up? But like, they're fully just like... <laughs> <laughs> like have you've seen that that like perfectly cut scream with it too? Oh yeah. Yeah, they're fucking disgusting, dude. Deer call. Let me see a little fine deer call sound effect. Bambi is pro deer propaganda. That yeah. I really have no stakes in deer. I'm just saying this to be fun. I don't give a shit. But bucks, they got like a grunt, you know, like here's what a buck grunt sounds like. I'm going to do I'm going to show you my buck grunt and then I'll play it against the sound effect and we'll see okay. how good I am. I'm going to okay? be really harsh as a critic. Okay, you ready? I really hated every second of that. Okay. Now watch this. Dude, I fucking nailed it, okay? Okay. <laughs> Buck grunt call. Again. Should really quick, just on America's Got Talent, you could be like, before you rate me, I fucking nailed it. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> Howie, Howie, hold on. <laughs> I won't shake your hand. I won't <laughs> shake your hand. I fucking nailed yeah. it. You hit the gold button. <laughs> All right. Here's mine, and here's the buck. I We heard it once. I really don't want to hear it again. I fired it off into the side of the wall. All right, now here's a buck grunt. I'll show you how much I nailed it. I'm waiting for it. Oh, my God. Boys. Oh, my God. That was solid, dude. Howie thoughts. <laughs> Holy, I got to reassure the audio audio listeners. First, fuck you. Second, um, that wasn't Gus doing it twice. That was like, really, he that was... An impression and then the actual noise. That was I'm me. I'm very impressed. I do it. What can I say? Mother nature over here. What I love is that's a talent that you can use in so many different parts of your life. You know, um, banking, accounting, financial planning. I was just going to say maybe imitating deer, but I couldn't really think of any more. How could, does it apply to banking? Fixing your credit score. No, I'm just given a wide range of options. A blanket range. A blanket a range. A five by six Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a callback. Um, here's the thing. What's up? I don't know what videos I have out by now. I think all three of them are. But I gotta say, I didn't want to say this beforehand because I didn't want people to feel like, um, I don't know, I I like the idea for my videos that they're, like, being made at the process, like, as everything's coming out. For the first time ever, I... I'm stocking up two episodes of, I guess, my channel. You know, two videos. And it has been kicking my fucking ass, dude. Because they take so long to make, and you know that. And it's just like, I've had tension headaches for like four days, mm-hmm. and I'm finally going to finish tonight, and then I'm I'm not even going to get to relax at all because we're shooting another one. But I've actually still been having a ton of fun doing it. It's like a lot of stress, but I love it. Yeah, we're planner boys now. We got our, our calendar all mocked up. Yeah, dude. May was, our bu- I think, our busiest month not ever because moving in and starting the podcast was a lot, but I think of just like making content. May was like, we did a lot this month. There's a lot going on. And again, too, I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. Um, maybe I'm, I'm undercutting myself with early announcement stuff. We got a lot of stuff coming up. I'm going on tour this year. Boom, baby. And this might be the first announcement of it. Oh, actually. yeah. Fuck. Just an afterthought. If I, I'm not sure if 
the tickets are on sale. If they are, let's hope they're in the description. That's on me. Just realized that I forgot for, well, we were stocking up some podcasts to mention me going on tour ever. So, guys, this is the only one you need to extra click that link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the thing is, uh, you won't be announcing it. For I mean, there's a plan for the dates. Do you want to talk about that at all, or do you want to? I don't know what the dates are. I'm going to a bunch of cities. The range I meant, though, like of like you're starting late July. Late July. So this podcast will come out sometime mid to late June. Okay. You probably won't have announced it yet. So try to fucking click those tickets now, bitches. Yeah, take that. Honestly, it could be ready as soon as next week, but hey. Oh, shit. Never mind. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm going on tour this summer. Please click the link in the description if it's down there. Um, I Here's what I'm proud of. I made those tickets as fucking cheap as I possibly could. I think that most. Go, I think the top dollar is, hopefully this doesn't date me, for like VIP shit is like 55 bucks. Nice, dude. I had to work my ass off to get that down. I got to stress because this is kind of important on the podcast. I will not be on tour with you. I will be only at the Chicago show, whatever time and place it is. I don't yep. know when that is, but if you want to see both of us, it's like, it's, I'm just not going to be there. I just wanted to mention it for, for stuff. Cause if people go and they're like, where the fuck's Eddie? I heard he was at the live shows before. I'm not at those. He's not there. I kicked him out of every show except his <laughs> one probationary Chicago show. Um, yeah, so it's just me. I'm doing some a lot of stand-up stuff, some comedy music, going to talk to the audience a bit at the end. The two that we did before went super well. Um, I would love to see you guys out there, seriously. Um, I it, I just I would appreciate to see you guys. Thank you. This is a big step I'm taking. Oh, also, I want to stress just like the reasoning for it so people don't go like, what? What happened? Why isn't it? It's just like you're going – it's your tour, and I can't like dedicate as much time to travel to go with you for your tour. That's it, it guys. This is, has, is going to absolutely fuck my personal schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. You're, you're going into a big old workload. Pure nightmare that I'm heading into right now. <laughs> Abs I'll say it. Pure fucking nightmare. I'm doing... I started a project. I can talk about this because it was in the Viacom press release. I signed on for a little six-month period with Comedy Central to produce some content for their digital platforms. So look to see maybe about two videos a month for me on their platforms. I'll be I'll be mentioning them on my own stuff. So I'm trying to juggle two full Comedy Central videos a month and pull out low-budget stuff for Comedy Central that doesn't count for that deal and go on live tour and stock up enough videos in between. And I'm leaving. And Eddie <laughs> is gone. You know in, like, uh, Wiley Coyote cartoons where, where like, his plan backfires and Roadrunner's next to him and then Roadrunner just fucking bails out. Yeah. I'm Roadrunner right now. It's my sister's getting married, guys. I couldn't I couldn't be here. I'm sorry. I was like, Eddie, I have um, a number of really serious projects that I would like for you to help me on. And Eddie went, meep, meep. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. It was uh, Well, one thing is we didn't even know the dates of that stuff until yeah. I had already booked my tickets, too. Oh, no. Yeah, genuinely, even if even if Eddie had booked his tickets last fall, I still would have done all this stuff. And even with Eddie's help still, I would have been Tank City USA. Yeah. So, so. Uh, so this is me. You can use this clip in the throwback memes when I post a burnt-out sad thumbnail video in three months. <laughs> This is where it all started. <laughs> It'll be, guys, we need to talk. I just have been trying to do a lot of stuff lately, and I'm really sad. <laughs> and to my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad with that stuff. I don't even want to touch that shit. Nah. Um, but in summary, fuck me. Please buy some tickets. <laughs> be patient if I don't upload as much. Dear God. Also... If you go to his live show and he tells you to go fuck yourself to his face, he's stressed out. And yeah. also, he didn't like you. 
I'm going to need three to, to 11 fans at every show to just volunteer to let me punch them directly in the eye. Yeah. I need to do it. for It's for you. Do you want a stressed out Gus? No. What? Some of the shows have like 500 seats available. You're telling me 3 to 11 if you can't let me punch you in the eye? Wait, actually at the Chicago show, can I get in like like five mouth punches? Eddie's going to need some mouth punches, okay? So we'll need 16 volunteers at the Chicago show for us to beat the shit out of. It's not hard. I mean, sorry, one punch. Okay, <laughs> stupid punch nerds over here, okay? In my rider, when, I, when my manager was saying like, hey, do you need anything in the green room? You want green M&Ms or Red Bull or everything? No, I need 3 to 11 of you to let me punch you in the eye. Five mouth punches. Just for Eddie, he's doing one show. But also, hold on. Um, if we actually could get those green green M and M's, that'd you, be cool. You want the green M and M's? Yeah, I don't. Not to replace the punches, but like if we could just get some M and M's in the green room. Oh, cool. I can pick up just a pack of a full pack of M&Ms. no. But it feels nice when we make other people do it for us. How would you know if they just showed up in the green room? I could have just bought them. Well, because. That I would know. It's like it's just it's a it's a feeling I have. I know when people are serving me or not. <laughs> that was one thing at the Irvine show when uh, it was me, you, Tony, and Jake in the green room, and they were like, "Cause you know it's they're fucking professionals there, and they're like, yeah. this is the talent. We need to serve the talent." And the attitude from all of us was like, "We're not." You don't have to treat us good. You can spit on us if you want. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, like, "Don't worry. I bought some Austin cheese crackers with me. <laughs> I'm set, fellow." Their, their food was fucking good, though, dude. Yeah, it, it's really... It's going to be so fun being a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. A lot of people say they aren't ready. I'm so dude, I'm just I'm sh- ready. I'm so tired of um, paying for my meals, mm-hmm. um, having to, uh, well, one, talk to commoners, Thank obviously. You. Eye contact. I'm done with. I'll yeah, say it right now. Unless it's another celebrity, though. Lock back. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I fucking hate us. Yeah, we're the worst. Oh, dude. Best podcast host of the worst podcast. That's oh, I like that. So, like, of the worst podcast, we're the best hosts. Yes. Okay. That's good. That's a claim to fame. We still are remaining very low on the Spotify comedy charts, though. So, that's cool. Dude, we're on that goddamn chart, though. I'm pumped as shit. Yeah, we're low. And then you'll see what I like about podcasts is it seems like a bunch of traditional media people and a bunch of internet people exist in the same space. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It's common ground, baby. I love it. Yeah, you can see like Conan and Joe Rogan and then like Logan Paul. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to see pictures everybody for this week's episode you got to boost our numbers up here we're already we're already killing it we got to kill it more i want to see you playing the i want a picture of you playing the podcast on your phone your tv your laptop you you want people to send screenshots of just them listening this is no please don't do this your smart fridge (laughs) no dude you ever go to one of those mcdonald's kiosks where you can order on the screen you're fucking us so bad (laughs) all of that (laughs) imagine the twitter mentions that day dude oh shit don't do that, please. Frick, dude. Frick, I really thought that, that would work. <laughs> oh, we got famous, sir. One thing, too, is they're already listening. So you're not giving them, like, a call to action to go listen and take a screenshot. You're just asking them to leave the podcast. 20 minutes in. <laughs> tweet something at us. Bring your smart fridge to McDonald's. <laughs> then do it. I like those McDonald's ordering ones because they let you really personalize the burger. That is nice. Yeah, anything I, that I can do to mitigate the amount of time I have to talk to another person. It's great. That's why most Postmates are, are great, too. Especially yes. one thing I love, uh, it's a small thing about Postmates. I always, 
with, and this is not just them, this is any of these food delivery services. I always am the guy where it's like, I might like this food with a slight change, but I'm too lazy to ask. I'd rather just eat it the way it comes, you know? Yeah. Um, Unless it's something like I really don't like. But with the delivery services, they fully just give you the full customizable menu for that item. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, do you want to add all of these options? Do you want to subtract any of these? Like Taco Bell especially. Holy shit, you can make whatever you want. It's crazy. But then some of the options for like some restaurants, it'll be like, oh, I'm getting like Bob's uh, subs and stuff. What do you want for dressing? Uh, we have olive oil. It's like, I've been there 20 times. This is a chain. You have 20 dressings. Why yeah. is only olive oil? Yeah, that's the weird thing is like you'd think that – the people that work for the company making the menu on the delivery service would know the menu more than their customers. Absolutely. But they don't. They don't. So I don't know. Maybe if you work in the food industry, fuck you. Just kidding. We, we were both in did it. For so long. But not anymore. So fuck all of that. I'll be rude to anyone. No, that's not even I can't finish those. I was trying to look at the Twitter notification, but my face face ID wasn't unlocking. LMAO dude. Face ID fucking sucks, dude. Cause like it works most of the time. But then the fun thing is um, the thumb pad would always work, the fingerprint scanner. So, like, they took something away from me that worked all the time and (laughs) gave me something that works half the time. The fucking face scanner? Yeah. It's stupid, dude. That's stupid as shit. I got a feature on my phone. It's it's a phase scanner. And that what? uh, Reviews contracts? It does. (laughs) Did you see that news today? I did see that. (laughs) You know what I love, too? I saw that both phase and banks were trending on twitter and i was like what did phase banks do but phase was the phase clan thing yeah and then donald trump said something about banks oh <laughs> so i was like damn they just split it up and it was yeah two different trending things for it that was it um all right you want to hit up the small amount that we have of mail we only have a little bit today yeah we have a little bit on screen and a lot of bit off so check in the description and see our p.o box Send it to Gus and Eddie if you want us to open it on the podcast. Send it to just me if you want just me to open it privately and never thank you. And you might ask, well, Eddie, when are you going to open uh, your P.O. box? Not, well, actually, maybe soon to the time you're listening to this, but the time I'm recording, no, not at all. I don't know. Again, you guys have been sending a lot of mail. Thank you. This is a lot of fun Dude, stuff. Dude, the mail has been not even just, like, funny, but good. Like, things that are awesome and nice and really sweet of everybody to send. I love it. Absolutely. We got a little note from Taylor here. This is, an actu- this is actual pepper spray. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Taylor. Whoa. We got pepper spray. <coughs> <laughs> okay. Child pepper spray. <laughs> Whoa! That's perfect for us. Do you have too many children knocking on your door? Would you like to blind a small person? <laughs> Full maiming power. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Unironically, we each already have pepper spray. This will be the designated kitchen pepper spray. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh my god, the picture too is just like a kid like with his (laughs) eyes closed. Dead kid. Thank you, Taylor. He's not dead. Oh, dude, I don't... His eyes are just closed. (laughs) No, didn't you remember Breaking Bad, Mike? No half measures, baby. (laughs) Here's a package from Skylar. To Gus Gus and Eduardo. Oh, fuck. We got a bunch of pictures of soup and shit. We got some stickers and pins. Ayo. A to the friggin' O. This is from Amazon Fulfillment Service. No, wow. I gotta see the... Uh, so, oh, the note's gonna be on the inside with it. This is from... Um, I don't see a name on it. It just oh. says, Workers of the World Unite, 
And it's a communist manifesto. God damn it. There's too many communist manifestos. You know, I'll tell you right now. Every time we get a communist manifesto and then the podcast ends, it goes directly in the garbage. Everything else we donate. Yeah, come on. <laughs> we can't. You can't walk up to a library and be like, hey, do you guys need five communist manifestos? That's how you raise concerns, guy. I got another knife. Got another knife. Open that BZ up, boy. I think it's the same type of knife that we had before. Here's a package from Austin. Guys, I know you might think, okay, they have their knives now. We don't have enough No, knives. no. <laughs> I disagree. Guys, look at me. Don't listen to Eddie. Please send us too many knives. We really don't have anything to do with these knives, though. Yeah, we have nothing to do with them. Here, Dude, we got Pokemon cards. Pretty much Gus and Eddie Mofo up here in the chat. I'll nice, say. Nice, dude. Look at it. Oh my God. This is, dude. What? Mail. Whoa! Show that to the camera. Mail. Dude, wait. Does it fold out? Wait. There's more. <gasps> fold it out on camera. I'm, like doing so it, I'm doing it. I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing it. it I it, can't. You it pull just, it out from oh. the end. <laughs> Mail. Oh, dude, that fucking dude. rules. That is awesome. That's a good art style, too. Thank you for sending us your mail mail. Damn, we got to start having a mail wall. You ready for this? Yep. It didn't. Wait. You got it, dude. Never give up. There Whoa. it is. Ooh. Oh, because it flipped. I was imagining it like a, a button. but It's it a legal switchblade. Whoa. It says Joker, and it says, why so serious on it? I do like that. Because, you know, we all know we do live in a society. Is the we thing. obviously do. Check this ish out. no question. That's Mitchell Robbins. Thanks, oh, dude. Uh, thanks, Austin. That's some good-ass shit. All right, well, that's it for my packages. Well, I got what, one what more What Pokemon here? cards are here? I here. don't know. A Blastoise, probably? I'll fucking look at them. I'll check this one. What if it was a Blastoise? That'd be <laughs> energy card. This one was addressed uh, to... And initially, I was like, I probably shouldn't open someone else's mail. But then I realized there's so many nonsensical names that you guys address this to. It's probably ours. So I already opened it, and it was ours. <laughs> Wait, is it? So there's no chance that it is that sent it and put it in the wrong spot, right? If not, then that name will have since been redacted. Okay. <laughs> this is a certificate of registration. I have already seen this. <laughs> so Jake, or whoever the fuck, bought us a star. So now there is officially Gus and Eddie the star. How's that star look? Dude, that's great. It looks like um, far away, and um, it looks like it maybe is in space. Honestly, one of the better stars around us. Yeah. I think the other stars there don't look as good, except there's a couple that maybe are a little bit better. This is the maybe Tiny you gotten Meat a Gang good. star. Yeah. This is the Your Mom's House podcast. There's the H3 podcast star. You picked a smaller star for the H3, and that's just not representative of anything. This barcode is the H3 podcast <laughs> Thanks for all the space shit. Yeah. Well, that's about it this week for mail. Mail. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a lot, and also um, the last two episodes had pretty long mail time. So we had so many mails. Last yeah, time. you gotta just not have as much mail sometime. Guys, cool it. I think I speak for all of us when I say cool it. <laughs> Fucking give it up, dude. Thank you, guys. Um, there was an EV in there and then um, uh, magnemite. Okay, that's and pretty cool. There was one more, but I forgot. What's the fucking uh, when the bell one evolves, like Bell Drew? Bell Sprout. Bell Sprout? Yeah, that's fucking. That's it. That's the one. Bell Curve. 
Yeah, that's it. The, Sylvia Platt's the bell jar. Um, did you ever collect Pokemon cards when you were a kid? Um, I, I didn't collect them myself, but my sister gave me hand-me-downs of it, and it was really, really sweet and nice of her when she got too old for them and Tony and I were young. She had the official, like, red Pokemon collecting book, like, with Pikachu on it, and yeah. it was, like, leather, and you open it up, and it just had a bunch of individual sleeves for the cards. So she's like, here, and I opened it up, and it was just a ton of Whoa. Pokemon cards. So that was real cool of her. Damn. I never did Pokemon. I collected Yu-Gi-Oh! when I was I was, I was more into Yu-Gi-Oh! as well. They were just cool. It seemed like a little more serious because in my yeah. dumbass kid brain, I never watched any of the shows, but in my kid brain, I was like, well, the Pokemon ones look kind of like cartoonish, mm. but the Yu-Gi-Oh! ones are serious monsters. Yeah. <laughs> I remember actually, I watched the show a bit, but I don't remember much from it because uh -huh. it was just like we were so young. But I remember, oh, what's up? Oh, I was just going to say, did you ever learn how to play any of the games, like the card games? No, what we would do is try and guess with the amount of orange circles that were on it and then looked at the defense and attack numbers, and then you just, I guess, come, like throw them at each other. <laughs> like, yeah. that was it. That was it. When I was in elementary school, everyone was into Yu-Gi-Oh! hard, and like nobody really knew how to play it. Yeah. But everyone came, would come in and be like, guys, my brother taught me how to play. I know how to play. And I'm like, dude, listen to Alex. He can play Yu-Gi-Oh!, actually. No one fucking knew. <laughs> it was fucking complicated. There was, like, multiple cards on the table, too. There's not a chance I would have learned that yeah, as a kid. I don't know that shit. Do you remember when they started selling the arm piece, though, from the show, where you could wear it and then just, like, pull it out the way they pulled out with, like, two fingers, and you got... And you were ready to did it did did duel Yes. Also, why the fuck have they not made a Yu-Gi-Oh! game for VR? Oh, yeah. They could fight in front of you. That would be cool. But also, I think the combinations of things would take a long time. Yeah. But imagine, they just put you like in a coliseum of people. They're all cheering. You're just pulling out fucking cards. It's cool shit, dude. That would be the best of like, I feel like that would be better for the esports of those card games if there was like a more of a spectacle for it. Like more flashy. Oh, yeah. Like some uh, hologram shit or whatever. Yeah, just getting Ooh. like, or like a guy pops up and shoots you. Just aren't it really actually in the crowd? He just says, you broke the rules, and he shoots <laughs> you. But you didn't even break the rules, so why was he there? I'm just in attendance. <laughs> I'm eating a stadium dog. <laughs> Dude, imagine if you could tune into VR stuff where the players are in VR, and you're in VR in the crowd. So it's like they're kind of in front of you playing. Patent guys, <laughs> that's kind of cool. That would be awesome, dude. Yeah, where you're like actually watching it. You go, there's Tifu. Yeah, there you go. There's Ninja. Boom. That's it. Today I fucked up. Um, did you have like any favorite cards or monsters when you were growing up? Um, oh God, I'm I really hate that I'm forgetting his name right now. Who is was it? Dark Magician. Dark Magician. Yeah, baby. I fucking loved it because I mean the show. He was like he was Yu-Gi-Oh's boy. He was his boy. Yeah. So then I was like, he's my boy too because I'm Yu-Gi-Oh. I did love that shit. I remember. I just his looked it up. Yugi. <laughs> hey Yu-Gi. I looked it up to. Can you imagine getting your ass kicked by a kid named Yu-Gi? Dude, with his spiky ass hair. Can you imagine him just beating the shit out of you? Can you imagine spending your entire adult life? Uh, training both physically and in the craft of collecting deadly monsters to combat, and this fucking three-ton hairpiece bitch kid Yugi. <laughs> also, he, you're, you're like, oh, I could take this bitch kid, and then he just fucking turns something, and he's just like, I'm an adult now, and you're like, what the, what is that, <laughs> guys? Is that against league regulations? <laughs> Does anyone? What's the fucking pyramid on his neck? He just became a grown man. We're not, you're not supposed to have outside pieces in here. Hey, Jim said that you couldn't bring in an outside piece. What? Jim's fired? Well, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to do it, do it, do it. I'm here with the fucking, uh, what's the dragon's name? 
Blue like, Eyes White Dragon. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And he's getting his ass kicked by this now grown man. That's cheap. That's a cheap shot, I'll tell you right now. Yu-Gi-Oh is cheap. I got I had this kit uh, card when I was a kid. Um, and I was like, why the f- what is this fucking name? Can you pronounce it? I'm gl- I'm so surprised I remembered it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Okay. Uh <laughs> Gogiga Gagagigu. <laughs> <laughs> That's genuinely. Uh, how the fuck? Okay, for those at home, it's spelled G O G I G A space G A G A G I G O. Gogiga Gagagigo? It was always my dream to bring, you know, something from my children into the game. So I let my son name one of the monsters. <laughs> how old's your son? Six months. <laughs> <laughs> and when did he decide to cut him off? Go, go, ga, ga, time. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's it. Oh, that's some goofy shit. You remember, did you ever have fake Yu-Gi-Oh cards circulating around no, or whatever? No, what the hell? We don't, I don't know if it was, they were actually fake, but you could always tell. There were like two distinct kinds of prints of them, and, and one kind just seemed super fucking cheap and fake. Honestly, someone let me know in the comments. Did they have fake Yu-Gi-Oh cards? Was it... Just counterfeit cards, dude. I don't know, because then it was like the rumor was like, oh, no, these are like the Japanese version of them, and, but they were so fucking cheap, and the font was a little bit different. I feel like maybe those were fake then. I don't no. Yeah, Someone let me know. I'm curious. Also, did you ever get the card covers? Uh, the little sleeves? Yeah, and they had the same design on the back, but then I you just those. be like, I had to get it for, for my boy Dark Magician because you can't let him get spill orange juice on him and destroy him. You can't do that. I'm oh, fucking hilariously just looking up. There is like an advanced, like evolved version of the Go Giga Gaga Gigo that I just showed you. Go Goo Goo Poo Poo Pee Poo. This is his name. Pronounce this. <laughs> Wait, no, okay, bring yeah. it a little closer, please. Okay, okay. Okay. Gaga Go Giga Gaga wait, Gaga Gigu or Gigo. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? That's a real card. It's purple, it's a reptile fusion effect card. Gaga Gigi Go Giga Gaga Gigo. <laughs> dude, what the fuck, man? Is that even his final form? You know what's weird is <laughs> Is I cared so much about Yu-Gi-Oh when we were very little, like five or six. Yeah. And I just don't give a fuck about Yu-Gi-Oh at all anymore. It's like it didn't last in any way at all. That sucks. You remember one of the most heartbreaking things for me ever was like going out of like second and third grade. Everyone was like, fuck yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. And I was like, great. And I finally got cards like middle of third grade, which my mom gave away later on. Oh, jeez. Twice I had a massive amount of Yu-Gi-Oh cards that fell into my lap from other friends. And twice my mom gave them away without asking me. When I was peak Yu-Gi-Oh interest. That's treason. She didn't even think she was doing anything wrong. I didn't think you played those. I was like... Oh, no, dude. What is wrong with you, Mom? That's family treason. But I remember that I went out of third grade like, hell yeah. And I used to spend hours as a kid laying out all of the cards. We had this enormous rug in the living room. And I would specifically lay out and perfectly space out every card and, like, sort them. Whenever I had doubles, I'd put them in the stack. And I would just look at them. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with the thing. Yeah, because, well, the art was awesome on them. And then they would look like they were super powerful. And then you'd see certain cards that were like, this one's a trap card. And you're like, what? Yeah, what dude. What do I use this for? 
I remember too before I got my own cards in second grade because I my mom like never let me go buy toys at the store and shit. Mm. That sounds mean. <laughs> but like, well, no, yeah, I didn't go. Like, yeah, then my yeah. parents didn't. I was like, can I please buy just the little packs? No, she'd never let Dude. me do it. But so many people played them on the playground that every once in a while I would find like in the little P rocks. A Yu-Gi-Oh card. Nice, so I had my little deck. Maybe at one point I had like 20 cards I found. And I, so I think it's just so ingrained in my mind that even now if I see a Yu-Gi-Oh card, that trigger of like, oh my God. Dude, I, yeah, same. Especially like when you're cleaning your room and you found one, you're like, oh. and then that's why especially I still kept it fucking at from VidCon last year, Tierzu's business card. Yep. Tierzu's a great YouTube channel. You guys should check him out. But his business card it was like cool designed for his channel on the front, and the back of it was a Yu-Gi-Oh card design, like the little portal thing. That's, That's cool. Fucking, it's so cool. It's cool as shit. Also, yeah, that they're so evil of the companies from the parents' perspective to put those cards at the checkout aisle, and then also evil for kids because they're gonna say no. Because it's just like yeah, all the time I just be like, Dad, it's like it's three dollars, please. Yeah. And I realize now. It's like the three dollars didn't matter. Out of principle, he didn't want to spoil me. But at the time, it's like, I know this dude has at least six dollars, so he's could spend half of it on me. Mm-hmm. But no, no. Okay, no now way. I'm not spoiled though. No I way, just no <laughs> talked about earlier about wanting to be served <laughs> as a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I, I but I was gonna say I, I went out of fourth grade or I went into fourth grade fucking hard. And then it was like everybody somehow over the summer decided, fuck Yu-Gi-Oh. No. Dang it. So if you guys could please send me a Gaga Gigi Go Giga Gaga Giko card. <laughs> I would love to see one in the mail. It's purple. And maybe a, maybe a uh, dark magician for me. For your boy, Eddie. I probably have a few at home. I'll bring you one. If you could just send us all of the Exodia pieces. And a bunch of them. That'd be great. That's a joke. Don't give away those. Those are probably those are collectors' things. Profitable. If you have your old Yu-Gi-Oh cards and you sent them to me, I'm not asking you for them, but I'm telling you now, I will not throw them away. <laughs> Out of spite for my mom. Dude, there are so many cool like card collecting things, just where you should keep them and everything. Totally. Especially, I loved. Yeah, the one thing about that Pokemon didn't have that was the cool thing about the Yu-Gi-Oh cartoon is that the Yu-Gi-Oh cartoon had the cards in the show. Because, like, in Pokemon, they're just the animals. They're not the cards. Mm-hmm. But Yu-Gi-Oh, they fucking play like you do. So you see the stack of it, and then you see a stack in person, and you're like, that's just like the show. Exactly. I want to play. It was really good brand integration for all that stuff. Yeah. Man. What is the most valuable Yu-Gi-Oh card? It's got to be the Exodia stuff, right? Damn. Or dude. maybe there's a limited print of something? Holy shit. What? I'm reading it off. Dude, I didn't think that there's this much money behind all these. The cheapest of the top 12 cards is called Doom Caliber Knight, and it's 700 bucks. Wow. Right? Do people, so I'm assuming people still play Yu-Gi-Oh then. Probably. Cool. I don't know what the competitive circuit looks like. Chinese Dark Magician. All these are like different versions of like Dark Magician. What's the shit. number one? Let's go, let's go top three here. Wait, there's... Th- oh, there's three of them tied for number one. Arm- oh, okay. Number three. Armament of the Lethal Lords is 8,000. Wow. Black Luster Soldier. Name your price, but it's listed as number one. Fuck that. They're, the top two are called Name Your Price. Come on, dog. Well, yeah, what's the point of them? How do we know they're expensive? My price is $1. Now it just got bumped down to fucking 21 I love this. The most uh, valuable card of all time is called Tyler the Great Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be like a translation thing where they're like, we need a new name. 
And then one of the employees named Tyler was like, I have an idea. No, Tyler. You keep pitching that every meeting. I'm a great knight. No, you're an, you're a intern here, dude. I'll bring my sword and prove it to you. Tyler, come on. And then Tyler got like hit by a car on the way to work. <laughs> and then just they're like, we got to do something for him. And it was so unpopular, they only made like five of them because no one was buying them. And because there's only five. Tyler the Great Warrior. Tyler the Great Warrior. Tyler lives on. <laughs> That's my favorite Tyler the Creator album. Is Tyler the Great Warrior? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Cause like I know about I know a little bit about magic. Do you ever get into magic at all? Um, no, not not even a little bit. I uh, I think it's the Black Lotus. What is the most valuable magic card? Yep, Black Lotus. God damn, dude. I don't know any. I don't know any of that. This is the nerdiest podcast we ever shot. Yeah, honestly, we're just bitching about Yu-Gi-Oh. Do you think? Um, the 80s schoolyard bullies with their rolled up jeans and uh, rolled up t-shirts are going to beat us up after this podcast? Depends. Do I play my dark magician? <laughs> Check, checkmate, boy. They go, whoa, fellas, let's go home. <laughs> Let me uh, get some questions. Hey, oh, it's Pregunta time, everybody. Okay. I saw one before. Okay, what were you terrified of as a child? I was scared that my American girl doll was trying to kill me. And that's from Madel- uh, Maddie, and her ad is Madeline. What were you terrified of as a child? Um, one weird one. When I was very, very young, I don't know why, I had a nightmare um, that included Raggedy Ann. And then I just had a nightmare where – so my, my – uh, bedroom uh i tony and i shared a room for all of our childhood up until um you know even when we were in uh, shit (laughs) even when we were in uh community college tony just i just bleep it i don't want to make you have to cut that out but uh when i was like maybe three or four i had a dream that my bed faced directly at the window okay so like my my um and we were on the second floor so just but there was you know when you're on the second floor and there's just the roof kind of juts out there but then there's like more above you know what i mean oh yeah um so like i would look directly at it when i fell asleep and i had a dream that i was staring at that window and just pressed up against the window was a life-size raggedy ann just staring at me and now even when i see it now i go i don't know why fuck that i wasn't even like terrified of it it's just whenever i was a kid and i saw it i would just go Ugh. yeah which is weird. And then, like, they do the projects where they're like, the classroom next to you all made Raggedy Ann's. Like, cool. I'm just going to close my eyes walking through the hallway yeah. now. Oh, my God. Well, I already told you about my <laughs> irrational Austin Powers fear when yeah. <laughs> I was very young. Um, but, yeah, I went in spurts. I, I remember one time, it must have been around Halloween, I accidentally saw something really scary on TV. Honestly, this is another. If, if you guys know what this is, I don't know what it is. I haven't been able to find it. Um I must have been like five or so, and I saw this, I don't know if it was a movie or a TV show, it was like this old man, I think he was like an inventor or something, but he went into this wood shop, and there was this little clown doll that came to life and hit him in the head with an axe. Oh, jeez. So it was this creepy little, like, clown puppet kind of thing. Mm. So I always had this recurring, like, just thought going through my head as I was falling asleep, because I'd always sleep on my side. I would always picture, like, the foot of bed in front of me, just what if his face just rose up? Like, dude, ah, I don't like that. Over the edge. I don't like that at all. Got me for like two years. There's one thing, too, is why is it, I guess, it's just a survival thing that everybody found out at one point, like, oh, we all don't like our feet being exposed because we think someone's going to grab us. Yeah, I don't know. Is that evolution? I don't know, dude. Maybe it's just like movies doing it. Could be. 
Either way, I I beat the shit out of whatever grabbed me. I just cut my feet off seven years ago. So then you don't have to worry about it. Boom, baby. Stumps only. Yeah, you're going to grab a stump? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, at Devin Floors asks, looking back, what's one of your favorite nostalgia moments from growing up in the Midwest? Um, What's something that triggers some nostalgia? The biggest one for me, and I've told you about it before, it's closed down now so I can talk about it, is um, it was, it has resort in the name. It's not a rich people thing. It was called, um, I believe the whole title was like Miller's Shorewood Vista Resort, and it was in Rhinelander, Wisconsin, which is a small um, lake town. It's not, for the area, it's not that small. It's pretty big there, but compared to, you know, like suburban or city towns, um, lake town in, in the North woods of Wisconsin. And every year since my dad was a kid, so like in the sixties, um, his family would go every year the same week. And it's like everybody, um, in our, on my dad's side of the family and his family friends would all each get a cabin and it was right on the lake. Mm -hmm. And, um, it was like not fancy at all. That was the beauty of it. It was just like really shitty. So like the the campus for it, where people would like go and drink. I think I talked about it a little bit. Was like broken, and there was the broken arcade machines. I mentioned it before. So any memory from that place, I fucking love, dude. Dude, that's it's great. Awesome. Do you got yeah. any little like food or, or items or little things you're like, ooh, I love this in the Midwest. Um, specifically Midwest. Uh, or your I'm, little Chicago stuff. Uh, I mean, that's always – the thing is it, it remained regular food normally. I mean, uh, Illuminati's Pizza is always going to get me. Same with Portillo's. Mm-hmm. Um, specific area things that are even more specific to my town that don't really count. What about you? I really like uh, Dakota-style sunflower seeds. I haven't found them out here. They're my favorites. I love driving on, around in my old 2000 Ford Taurus with the windows down, spitting Dakota styles out. Are those the regular ones for us in the Midwest? Are they the ones I'm thinking of? or I don't know. It's a yellow bag. Uh, um, uh-huh. I, I love them. I haven't been able to see them out here. I'll look it up. Because, like, I love, like, David and Giant and everything. Like, especially David's probably one of my favorites. But they're just a little too salty if you're going to eat them all day long. You can eat Dakota Style all day, baby. Oh, no. I've never seen these before. Also, I like Killebrew uh, Root Beer and Killebrew uh, Cream Soda, mm. named after Harmon Killebrew. Um, it's, he's an old Twins player. But they come in these little metal, you know, unscrew things. Very delicious. Oh, dude, that sounds awesome. It's good stuff. I tried, like, years ago when I was smaller, I tried getting them as a sponsor, but they ghosted me. I don't blame them. They're a small company. I get it. They don't want to be associated with your dangerous brand. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I like that stuff. And we've already talked about Jack's pizza. Of Was course. it specifically about food? Did I not hear that right? No, I made it that at the end. Oh, okay. Cause it was like, I said this like childhood memory thing. I was like, what well, did they ask about food? And I just fucking ranted about this shit. I made it about me once again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> this is an interesting one. I don't know if I have an answer for this. At Crazy Bacon says, what is a celebrity that you would hate having on the podcast, but who you could never turn down? Oh, man. Good question. I don't think we would have a podcast or a celebrity on that we would hate. I think maybe it's a benefit. Maybe it's a flaw. But we are so stick to our guns about, like, if we think somebody's a shitty person, we just don't want to be around them. Yeah. Like, even if, even if, uh, actually, it depends. There's specific instances. Yes. So it's like, if fucking, and we're not going to talk about it a lot because we did the last episode. If Chris Brown yeah. reached out and was like, I want to defend myself on your podcast and talk to you guys, I would have him on to kind of argue with him. I would, yeah. I wouldn't do any of the like, oh, it's uncomfortable to confront people no, in person. Yeah, yeah. I would be like, full fuck you. 
but like try to get answers out of him. Yeah. How do you explain your behavior? So yeah, we might have people on we don't like if there's some kind of thing we want to say to them in person, but we would never be like, let's pretend to like R. Kelly on the podcast. Yeah. And again, too, like you guys know at this point, this is just a kind of like people chilling out podcast. Yeah. You know, just the fellas on a Monday morning. Not a hard hitting anything. No, we are not journalists. I, I almost, I shirk at the idea of uh, having any sorts of journalistic integrity or yeah. responsibility here, it would have to be a rare, rare situation, and it would have to be a big, big name to do it, you know? Yeah. We don't get into beef, really. We don't rub people the wrong way, we hope. Yeah. But we're not going to, like, take a big shot at somebody. Yeah, it's not. If, like, Logan Paul was, like, come on here, though, or, like, Jake Paul, I, I don't would, know. I would think about it. It would depend on their intention for it. So if they were just like, I want to come and hang out, I'd say no. Yeah, we're, you're not hanging out. Like, I'm going to hold you accountable for the things that I feel like publicly were forgotten about too quickly. Yeah, but if they're like, I want to confront you about this thing, then I would think about it. Yeah. We would never just have somebody on and be all bro but then we also wouldn't ambush them. Because that's not who we are. Yeah, like we would need them to know ahead of time. It's like, okay, we're not friends, though. Yeah, like we this will is going to be this. a little serious. But again, I don't want that to be our podcast at all. That's true. Um, what's the weirdest thing? Oh, this is from, sorry. Oh, wait, did you ask? Wait, was there something from AJ Lives before? I don't remember. AJ Lives 17 AJ. I don't think so. What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen at a fast food restaurant? Hmm. I once saw a uh, an ice cream machine. Oh, fuck, I think it was like a Burger King or McDonald's. I saw it like spewing like cream juice out of it one time mm-hmm. at a basket. It was like on like a basketball tournament or something too. And I just remember thinking like, mm, thank God I don't have to clean that shit up. Yeah, dude, Jesus. I don't know. I saw. I you know you see verbal fights and stuff in some of them. Sometimes. I'm rarely ever in fast food restaurants. I'm almost always getting it from the drive through. Yeah. I just don't like eating at fast food restaurants. They're terrible. The thing is, we are so famous at this point. Yeah. We can't go anywhere. It Yeah, you'd go to, up to the Taco Bell cashier, and she'd say, what do you want? And I would say, a taco. And then she would go, okay, here you go. But, like, I would know in in my head that she's freaking out. I would know that. Honestly, too, because I am just a little bit more famous than Eddie – when I go up to the Taco Bell and, a, and, a, and an employee would say, what do you want? I, out of obligation, I'd say, you idiot, you dumb, stupid idiot. Everybody in this nation knows what my exact order is every time. Yeah, and the weird thing for me, too, is like, yeah, you are a little bit more famous, but just like that I'm so much more beloved that like I just expect. It's weird when they ask to charge me money because it's, they're just like, dude, we love you so much. We would love to give you free tacos for life. And I go, no. And this is one of the reasons I say this to them. This is one of the reasons I'm so beloved. Yeah. I cannot accept. I, I have to pay you money and also take my car keys. And they go, we cannot accept because we love you so much. We wouldn't even be able to drive this thing because of the boners we would have in this car. Some good counterpoints, too. Yeah. Again, of course, with the uh, fact that everybody knows you are more beloved because people pity you more because you are less handsome than me. But that is a good uh, point. I don't know about that, dude. I'm sorry. I just would have to say that. Uh, just knee factor alone, you're kind of fucked here. Oh, man, I have good knees, but the thing is, I am so good hum- knees. Well, you have good knees. I'm so humble, is the thing that I don't feel the need to repetitively talk about my knees because everyone knows they're good. Yeah, the weird thing is though, I barely even have to talk about them anymore because everybody's always talking about them. So that's weird. Like every Instagram post I ever put up, and most of them aren't about my knees. 
God. You so kind of checkmate? We're so good at this point that we've transcended the ability to have to end these bits with somebody breaking. Yeah. It's just, it's not even, to me, it's it's funny, but we are so funny now that, like, there's no even point to laughing. Because it's like, we already just know it's a given. It's just tough. And it's like, maybe even if something isn't going as well, we would pretend like it was. This sounds exactly like the video I'm going to shoot an hour after we finish this <laughs> Wait, what video are you shooting after the, this? The uh, apology video. Oh, right. I didn't know you were shooting it then. Yeah, I'll do it then. Um, all right. Do we have another question? That was a fast food question. <laughs> that was a really good one. At Shades of Earth 96, what do you respect the most in a person or the least in a person? Um, I The most in a person... Um, I don't even know. I don't like think of it's just kind of a collection of things. Usually, it's not like one. I big respect thing. people that don't interrupt other people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think it's just it just. I mean, the big respect thing is just people who are truly kind and not doing it for like some bullshit reason. And then the least respect is yeah. If you, if I just see somebody being shitty to another person or being very self centered publicly, I my brain just goes fuck this guy mm-hmm. or girl or anybody. That's a good point. Yeah, I like. I think humility is probably the most respectable trait, um, especially like Eddie said, when nobody's looking. That kind of stuff that yeah. matters. Um, which is why I would like to use this opportunity to mention that I just donated ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, I it, please do not ask me for receipts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have them. They deleted them. <laughs> <laughs> they said that this was such a generous donation that they would like for me to be anonymous. That's true. Like, and if you're trying to get in contact with the charity directly, just know that they made sure to stress that I should not dox them. <laughs> I cannot say their name. Sorry, guys. <laughs> they, the charity doesn't want to get doxed by being mentioned for some reason. Yeah. At Crazy Bacon again, how much money would you have to get paid to fully punch your co-host in the face? Again, this is the thing is like I would ask you what the amount is. A lot of these like how much money would you take? Most of the time it's personally me, no. But there'd be an amount of money where you to me would be like, dude, like you have to punch me in the face for this. You know what I mean? Yes. And the person getting punched would get a slightly higher cut. Maybe a 55-45. Yeah. If it's a full punch. Oh, are we both profiting off of it? I thought the one getting punched wouldn't profit off of it. The thing is, like, it would have to be a situation, too, where it's like, why did they pick me as the target? You know, it's not fair. Like, if it's just up in the air. Well, it's pitting us against each other. That's That's true. That's the So the only way I would do it is if it is such a high amount and we would both have to be agreed to get punched in the face by each other. Yeah. It's just like, because, again, yeah, there's not... I just wouldn't fucking punch you for, like, even if somebody was, like, 10 grand. I was like, if you were like, I don't want to get punched in the face, I wouldn't do it. Yes. I would give you... If someone gave us $100,000 and we punched each other in the face, I would split it with you 50-50. I would agree to getting punched in the face for, if we're both doing it. If somebody offered us – actually, I'm thinking if somebody actually did it and I don't want to. Um, maybe I would say if our split ended up being like twenty grand. Okay. Because, again, we're not going to full force, like, destroy each other. So then let, let's just say top dollar would have to be $50,000 total, 25 each, eh? Yeah. Boom. 50 grand. And some people might be thinking, what, like, that's such a high number. It's because our friendship's just too good. That's Sorry, guys. It. 
We just don't want to punch each other. The hilarious thing is, after we punch each other, we're going to sit with a couple of brews and ice our faces with our arms around each other like a couple of boys. We're going to sit with a couple of brews and ice our bruises. And that's why we make the big... No, we don't make any bucks. <laughs> that was a practice punch, by the way. <laughs> that's how hard I'll hit you. It wasn't that bad. We could do it for less. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this is one for me at Grandor Politics. When do you? When was the last time you had to shit in public? How was the experience? I told you I can shit anywhere. I'm invincible. It's his power. It doesn't phase me. God damn it. Um. Okay. What was your favorite TV show to watch when you were homesick and there was nothing on? That's very specific. I didn't have a, a TV show. I think, dude. We still to this day, our my family has never had anything other than the network television that comes over the airwaves. So Ooh. it was like Maury. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the true answer for um, middle school, especially, was porn. Oh. Because then your parents were gone, and it was like, do whatever, dude. Homesick, more like home dick, pretty much. Again with these. He's this guy. It's me. Keep an eye on me. I'm getting out of hand. <laughs> At, He's going. Out. You should go on tour with this uh, stuff. <laughs> you should buy tickets for this guy's tour. I don't know. At little trash seventeen, Gus, how many bright, uh, how many bright orange pieces of clothing do you own? Probably individually, 30. I've never thought about that, but the second they said that, it's all rushing to my head. And your cup is bright orange there right now, go, too. Honestly, probably 30 pieces. There's um, The ones I'm thinking of right now are the Los Angeles County Jail one and your shorts. Those are the most iconic ones I can think of right now. I have two t-shirts out here that are orange. I've got the beer t-shirt that I, literally, I bought at a taxidermy place <laughs> at the place. For $10, and it's blaze orange, and it's just the beer thing. Deer with deer antlers on a bear. Also, isn't the working man stuff all orange? That's all orange, and I got all my hunting gear and all the extras. Even just winter gear, it's blaze orange. Because the thing is, in Wisconsin, there are months and months of deer seasons. It's yeah. like archery season starts in like late August, early September. Then the deer season for like the gun deer season is like mid to late November, and then it's immediately the muzzle loader season, and then archery season through January. So it's always like if you're going in the woods, wear fucking blaze orange. They're hunting for all of winter and fall. Yeah, holy shit. And that's why you still just make sure now that nobody from Wisconsin's gonna somehow peg you all the way over here. There you go. <laughs> it's just like I gotta go out with orange. It's January right now. It's it's so weird, like. Just, the hunting season stuff, like just the breakdown of it too, because it's like there's always a, an eight-day period where it's the gun deer season. Mm. And then directly after that, um, it varies state by state. You have, I don't know if it's a full week or even like three days, it's the muzzleloader season. So it's just like, oh, you bow hunted before. Now you can use any rifle or some handguns. And then for the next three days, you can still use a gun, but it has to be like genuinely stuff a, a fucking like uh slug down a barrel black powder muzzle loader wait why because it's just like because there are fun there are some people want that want to do it and then i don't even know why yeah so it's like you can still hunt for three extra days but you have to use a only get one shot shitty rifle for this huh weird huh yeah you know it's something i don't know what i feel like too not to again i i do hunt it's, if you don't like it, that's totally cool. I don't give a shit. I hate dying on heels like that. They do, in some places, they have legal spear hunting. Why? Where you literally have an enormous spear and you th fucking throw it at a deer. See, it's whenever hunting gets into, like, big dick stuff, you're like, you don't need to do that, though. Yeah, that's weird. And it's like, even, like, bow hunting stuff, I don't know if I'd like to do it personally. It would, it would be a nice opportunity to get out in the woods. Mm. But... 
I, any, I don't like when animals suffer, and it's like you shoot an animal with a bow, it's not dying right away. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know. Um, it's a weird thing, but we don't have to talk about hunting that much. Yeah, it's just, uh, well, I just don't know much about it, so I don't have much to say. Eddie's usually the one getting hunted, is yeah, the thing. Yeah, that's the thing, is I've actually, I'm very successful. It's where I make most of my money, not on YouTube, is I um, befriend rich men that I know <laughs> are going to trick me into the most dangerous game-type situations. Um, and then when they do, they think they've got me. But um, I just bring a handgun, and then I just rob them. Just a little... Mm. Yeah, and like it's that. like they're like, "Oh, aren't you surprised to be here?" And I'm like, "No, this is my fucking fifth most dangerous game, you dumb bitch." <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even my most Cabela's dangerous hunt. <laughs> this is my least dangerous game. <laughs> At Tatum said, "What is a kid's toy that you wish they made for adults?" Um, she says, "Mine would be the doorway jumper things." The, the what? Johnny jump ups. Do you remember oh, those? Okay. Um, fucking moon shoes, dude. <gasps> They need to make moon shoes that are serious moon shoes that fucking send you they're like you can possibly get really hurt. Dude, that would be the bomb. Honestly, like full knees joke aside, if they made super good moon shoes, it would fuck everybody's knees up. Oh yeah, for sure. I dude, moon shoes would be so sweet. They kind of worked, right? They did kind of work. I remember trying them once in gym class. I never got to try them. What a great name, though, for Moon just some shoes. springs on some shoes. Were there ever any... Did you have, like, this just big closet in gym class where there were, like, fun toys, and every once in a while yep. you get to peek there, and you're like, oh, can we play with that stuff? Yeah. You couldn't do it. They never Why? did it. What happened? Oh. Also, it just made me remember... It was really weird. It was some branded thing. I don't know how big it was. I, I can't remember the name, but every uh, Halloween, uh, the fifth and sixth graders got to go to the gym and an actual trivia game show would show up for an assembly and it was like with buzzers and like an actual host and everything and that it was like a huge deal and i don't know what the fuck it was and i never played like i was always in the audience i didn't get picked but like i'm thinking now what the fuck was that it was like a real like a service Uh for trivia games and again we weren't like a rich school it was just like okay you know how we had uh, some guy's dad's friends come in and play Stevie Ray Vaughan music last week. Yeah. This week we have an entire trivia game. It's like there's some middle ground that should be in between these two. Oh, my God. Yeah. I got to look up what it is. I was going to say I remember in the uh, in my gym closet thing we had uh, a bunch of genuine peacock feathers, full-size peacock feathers. And then sometimes the gym teacher would come out and we would just balance them on our fingers. Wait, that was a unit. Was the balance unit for how many days? Like sometimes a week. The balance what? unit. What? Not, not just feathers the whole class, but it was like do that and then like try to balance these little sticks on your nose and shit like that. That's so. That feels like they're like we really don't have a week of curriculum. How do we waste these kids' time? Yeah. <laughs> just I'll, balancing shit on your face. That's like, it. That's it. I remember the 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 dopest stuff that people always want to do. You want to get the scooters. Mm. Boy, gym class scooters, that was the... Yeah, dude. You know what I always hated? Did you guys have jump rope for heart? Oh, yeah. Fuck jump rope dude, for heart. Dude, I know it's for a lot of good causes, but as a kid, you're like, we, we're not going to play dodgeball for a week, and we're just going to have jump ropes. Yeah. And I'm going to get all sweaty in the middle of the day. That's it. I never thought about that till now. Jump what rope the for fuck? Heart. Jump rope for a heart? It, why didn't it, why not dodgeball for a heart? It was, oh, yeah. 
What? Oh, because it got kids moving and they got they got their hearts pumping. So does dodgeball. My heart gets pumping. What yep. if what if, they, what if they bring out the kickballs? I don't, don't want to get hit by one of those. Yeah, your heart's fucking beating fast. Dude, dude, I hate every year they'd be like, it's jump rope for our time. I just be like, fuck, dude. It sneaks up on you too. It just you go to school and you're like, yeah, it's gym class. Fuck you, it's jump rope for heart week. Yeah, and they'd have the little like sheet to fill out where it's like, did you do 50 push-ups? And you're like, no, obviously I didn't do 50 push-ups. I'm seven, okay? Mm-hmm. I have weak little boy arms. Fuck jump rope for heart. Honestly, hey, <laughs> Dude, if jump rope for heart, if any jump rope for heart executives are watching right now, <laughs> all five of you, please, it's not too late for a rebrand. <laughs> we will do a sponsorship for you for free if you change jump rope to heart for heart <laughs> to you have three options dodgeball for heart kickball for heart what else you want to throw in there mario kart for heart mario kart for heart it has nothing to do with physical education but if you're not playing if you lose you got to do sprints <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have to do the pacer test if you lose <laughs> <laughs> we called the pacer test the shuttle run though okay oh so you're a bunch of fucking losers did you have that with the erasers you had to go move yeah the erasers? we had that too yeah yeah there's just some stuff that seemed to be standard across all the gym classes, and I'm like, how how did this make it in? I think they were like national like initiatives to get kids uh, moving. So someone decided like at the government level, like this is kind of the standard stuff. You're, I think so. Yeah, you're gonna get all the old chalkboard erasers that you don't use anymore yeah. and move them from line to line. Yeah. What the fuck? That was weird. Um, I think Illinois was the only state. Did you have state require? Like, did you have to take a gym class in your high school every year? Yeah, not every year. Two of the four years. Okay, yeah. In Illinois, it was every single year you needed a gym class. Damn. Which fucking sucked, dude. I just, especially in high school, gym class is nothing but inconvenient. Because mm-hmm. you're saying like, okay, do I want to either wake up in the morning, take a shower, and then get very sweaty 30 minutes later? Or do I want to like midday take a shower and get fucking sweaty and gross after like when yeah. I have half the day left? It sucked. And I, I still, um, I, I told you I worked out a ton in high school, so I wasn't like the walk the mile kid, but I had the best deal junior and senior year because I did something called adventure gym. Mm. And it was like half or most of the year was just like everyone was in um, the gymnastics room, which also had rock climbing and you would rock climb. And then that was pretty much most of the years, just like getting better at rock climbing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like for a small portion, you do kayak stuff in the pool. So I know how to like flip a kayak and everything now, which is like actually a nice skill that I learned. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first year, the teacher was like that friend teacher that was really cool. And I just didn't rock climb the whole year. I would just like one of our friends liked doing it. So we would just stand around and do the like actual watching and spotting them. Mm-hmm. And we just talk. And I just didn't have to do gym that year or then, uh, well, when I went to senior year for it, I had the other teacher that did adventure gym and she was like super strict about it, but yeah. she was there for a month and then she got pregnant and had to take time off. And the new teacher was a huge pushover and she was just like, I felt so bad cause I was really nice to teachers and I was nice to her too. Um, and I'd be nice in every other aspect, she, but she would be walk, walking over and to like our group, she'd be like, I see that Josh has been climbing most times. Do you guys want to get up there? And I'd just be like, no. She, okay. And then walk away. So I wasn't mean, but yeah. I just didn't have to climb the whole time. Oh, uh, yeah. That's just a, that's an uncomfortable one. 
Yeah, it's it's weird because you feel bad for the teacher because she's trying, but also it's like I don't want to rock climb. I remember we got a new rock climbing wall going into third grade in the elementary school gym, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" Because it was this full wall and there's all these colorful rocks, and we're like, "Holy shit!" And then I tried it once, and I realized, wait, this is probably the most physically exhausting thing I will be made to do here. I hate rock climbing. It sucks. Yeah, and especially too. Uh, people with smaller feet need to fucking realize that people with larger feet have a harder time rock climbing. Yeah. It's harder to get your foot held on something that's small if it's getting a small portion of your foot. So, like, all the tiny people would be, like, climbing up the walls and be like, what's wrong? Why aren't you doing it? It's like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe because my foot's three times the size of yours. (laughs) Did you have a cargo net in your gym? Cargo net? Yeah, we called it the cargo net. It was genuinely like they dropped the shit down the side of ships so that soldiers could climb up them. It's just like a big gridded net, you know, like. Oh, yeah, I know those. I didn't we didn't have one. No. So we had looking back. How the fuck did they let us do this? We would roll out those thin mats like I'm talking when you think of a gym. They're really the blue ones that fold like when they're not folded, they're pretty thick. But then they're just the thinnest fucking thing on the ground. Yeah, Like I'm talking two inches max. Oh, man. So we would put that on the ground unravel the cargo net and you could climb to the ceiling you could go to the top of the not strapped in anything nope you climbed up to the top of the gym and you could literally if you got high enough you weren't supposed to do this but if the teacher wasn't looking you could grab on and hang from the gym rafters no 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 what the Mm -hmm. fuck dude nobody died nobody well (laughs) i don't know Did anyone in your class fall? There was a kid named BJ that I started becoming friends with in second grade. And then suddenly he never showed up to class ever again. And it was during the climbing unit. Is that, is that real? These facts are real. Ah. I'm insinuating a child died. Ah, I don't like this. I know he didn't, but it's fun for me to think that BJ fell off the fucking gym roof. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you make me think he died? He probably moved away. Okay. <laughs> but he did leave unexpectedly during the climbing unit. Oh, damn. Kids were like, yeah, I heard BJ fell off the cargo net. <laughs> and then there's like, no, he just moved. <laughs> um, but yeah, why the fuck would they let us do that? Yeah, that's insane. We, you did have a rope hanging down from the gym ceiling, though, right? No, not, a, not I mean, in, in uh, high school, yeah, but not in... Yeah, uh, baby, elementary school gym. <laughs> really? Yep, rope climbing unit. You could climb, like, even for that one, though, they did bring out a little bit of a thicker mat, which was maybe about four inches thick okay but genuinely it was like the teacher would stand right underneath the rope and you were made to climb all the way up to the gym ceiling wait without being strapped in anything nope no straps what the fuck dude you just had to climb all the way up there was a shit ton of safety precautions with my high school with that where it was like fully like you were for the rock climbing thing too like strapped in where if you let go you just hang there no it was like a full harness nothing what the hell, dude? I wonder if they still do it, honestly. Hopefully they stop. Maybe give them a call and say, hey, guys, you ever thought about a harness or maybe just cutting the rope off the ceiling? Oh, dude, <laughs> we should just call my elementary school and then just be like, just ask, hey, do you guys still do the rope climbing unit? I'm just I'm thinking of moving there. <laughs> dude, that's the weirdest. There's no middle ground for that either. Where it's like, okay, this week you're going to balance stuff on your nose. And the next week you're going to be at the ceiling, not strapped into anything. Don't let go. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? I don't know. I don't miss it. But at the time, you don't think it's like dangerous. You're just yeah, like, Yeah, well, you don't think about your own mortality as a kid at all. You're just like, I fall, I'm fine. I'm immortal. Exactly. We had, uh, I it just missed me, but there were some playground toys called, I think they're called the Giant Stride. Did you ever have those? I don't think so. Uh, 
giant stride playground toy. I think they had to take him out because genuinely multiple kids were breaking their legs and teeth off of them. Oh. Yep, giant stride. That's what it's called. What so does it's, it look like? It's like this giant... Uh, <laughs> It's this photo. It's a big pole in the ground and a bunch of, like, uh, handlebars that you hang on to. And you get a bunch of people going at once, and you run around in circles. Dude. And it I, just flings you around. Before I could see the quality of that image, I was going to say that looks like a toy from the 1800s, and then the actual ad looks like a toy from the 1800s. I think that yours was left over from the 1800s, dude. It could be because they're advertising a brand new giant stride full-size playground toy, and the price is $15.25. Oh my God. <laughs> dude, wow. yeah, that's like they, they put it in your town. That was like the flagpole they put down to start your town was the giant stride toy. <laughs> we will settle here well off of the main highway. <laughs> Everybody hold on. <laughs> <laughs> just like that's how they did the government for your town is they're just swinging around for it. They did that. That's how people got to choose land. Is they put everyone on the giant stride, flung them around, and wherever you flew off to, you owned that land. <laughs> they're like, all right, if I could just land perfectly next to the highway to put my Ford dealership here. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> everyone else, yeah. No. Did you have any dangerous playground shit growing up? Um. Yeah. Some stuff. Well, I hated the fucking. What was the? I. I think they called it. It's not the correct name, but, like, the toilet playground thing. Really? It was just this – it was, like, a um, more of, like, a curved uh, square that there was four poles, and in the middle there was, like, a bendable, like, pillar thing, and you would jump on it, and there was, like, springs on it too. And you would, like – so you would move your legs up and down, and it would transfer that, like, wobble to everyone else. So you'd oh. try to hold on and stay on, and a lot of kids just slipped and hurt themselves on it. Damn. That's weird. There were just so many random things where it's like, how is this just put into a playground? Yeah, like certain playground things are just like, hey, we want two kids to battle on this. And you're like, dude, why did you put this here? I was just going to say in middle school when we were in fourth and fifth grade, they had the, they installed this thing. And it was like, you know how some park benches have like that, like brushed rubber over them. And then they've got like the holes in them. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, yeah, think of it like a long park bench. It was maybe like seven feet long. And it had there were like three giant industrial springs rooting it into the ground so three springs on what? the bench and it could wobble back and forth and Why? we used to go to research or to recess and you'd get in one of two lines on teams and you would try to like you would start at one end and then you'd walk towards the other person and the whole game was to try to throw them off dude what the fuck yeah what Forgot about that a lot of playground toys are just weird as shit um one cool one that we had was um it was just a bunch of like little uh it was like there was a pole and then just a platform for it. So yeah. it was a bunch of little circle platforms just in a line. Uh-huh. And uh, it's supposed to be for kids to just, like, jump across on them too. But what people figured out at my school was if you have two people stand uh, in the – or, yeah, at the other ends and you each get to step um, – what's up? Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, okay. So um, you get to step forward on, like – the stool for it, you get to play. If you play rock, paper, scissors and you lose, you take a step back uh -oh. and they take a step forward. And so it's like you try and push the other one with rock, paper, scissors to the end. So it's like a board game with rock, paper, scissors in real life. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. They said, yeah, so. That's fine. I 